How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Welcome back to our Week 12 pregame show. Today, we are going to be previewing the matchup between the 5-5 five and five Chicago Bears and the 7-3 and three Green Bay Packers. This matchup will take place on November 29th, Sunday Night Football, 7.20 p.m. Central Time kickoff. The Bears will look to save their season. Mitchell Trubisky returns to play against the Packers. Bears and Packers, one of the most storied rivalry in sports, in my opinion, the best rivalry in sports. So we're going to be making our picks in this matchup. So be sure to tune into the end to hear who me and my co-host have. Time to introduce myself, though. I am your host, Chris Malpe. Today, I am joined by my co-host, Parth Shaw. Parth, how's it going? And how was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was great. Uh, enjoyed some time with the family. Um, had some great Safe dinner. Nice and then uh, watched some football. It was great to see the Cowboys um, basically... Get destroyed. Get destroyed, yeah. yeah. And then... Yeah, the self-destruction for the Detroit Lions as well. Exactly, yeah. They fired Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn this morning. Uh, I I was expecting this. And then... uh, What's some college football today? They could go up against the Bears in Week 13, but it's okay. (sighs) It's okay. I mean, it was going to happen at one point. Yeah, so... A lot of good Thanksgiving football, a lot of good football after Thanksgiving. Iowa won, IU won, so Parth and I are happy in regards to how the Big Ten has played out. But today, we're here to talk about the Bears and the Packers, one of the best rivalries in sports once again. Bears at 5-5. Five and five. They're going to need to beat Green Bay once if they want to make the playoffs. Their hopes seem slim right now, but the Bears are looking to rebound. Mitchell Trubisky is back, and let's hop right into it. ESPN's matchup predictor gives the Green Bay Packers a 68.9% chance to win this one, giving the Bears a 30.8% chance. Taking a look at the injury report before we hop into this one, Nick Foles doubtful for the Bears. Matt Nagy has already announced that Mitchell Trubisky is the starter, but if Foles is healthy enough somehow to go, he could be the backup. Tyler Bray is currently slated to be the backup. The Bears have four players questionable. Buster Screen, Rashad Coward, Sherrick McManus, and Akeem Hicks. Coward and McManus don't matter as much, but is is going to be important facing Aaron Rodgers. That Screen and Hicks are good to go for the Bears. The Packers have listed six players as questionable in this one. Josh Jackson, Tyler Irvin, Kevin King, Marquez (laughs) Valdez, Scantling, these names just keep getting tougher and tougher. Equinemius St. Brown, I hope I said that right, as well as their center, Corey Lindsley. Taking a look at the spread for this game, as of Saturday afternoon, Green Bay is favored to win by 9.5 points. The over-under for the game just shifted from 43.5 to 44 points. And taking a look at Green Bay's last five games, they are 3-2, and two, coming off a November 22nd loss, 34-31 to in overtime at the hands of the Indianapolis Colts that also beat the Bears. So if you guys don't know how these pregame shows work, we do mini segments of what we did throughout the week. This week was a little bit different for us. You obviously are only seeing the Meet the Opponents with Matt Ramage as well as our pregame show. So we're only going to be doing probably giving our key factors, uh, talking a little bit about the Packers, and then making our picks in this one. So... Parth, we do know that Green Bay has been on fire on offense this year. They've scored 30.8 points per game, 404.8 yards per game on average. Aaron Rodgers has been passing for an average of 288.9 yards per game. They've also racked up 115.9 yards per game 
on the ground. Aaron Rodgers, I talked about it. He's red hot. He is wheeling and dealing so far this season. 240 for 352, 2,889 passing yards, 29 touchdowns, and only four interceptions for him. On the ground, Aaron Jones leads the way for the Packers. 113 carries for three, 534 yards and six touchdowns. And then the receiving leader, obviously, Devontae Adams, who has pieced together quite the season. 68 receptions, 847 yards, and 10 touchdowns for him. Taking a look at the rest of the Green Bay offense, they're going to have Alan Lazard back for the second straight week. We just talked about MVS, who had a crucial fumble last week, but he is a solid wide receiver. Taking a look at their tight ends, they've had great play throughout the season from Robert Tanyan and Jay Sternberger. Tanyan is looking to make his first career Pro Bowl, and then on their offensive line, Corey Lindsley, obviously questionable, but some solid pieces around him with Billy Turner and obviously David Bottiari. So Parth, we know this offense is explosive. They are currently ranked the third best unit in the league. So what do you think about this Green Bay offense heading into Week 12? You basically said it. They're one of the best in the league. Um, they've been unstoppable stoppable to start off the season. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers is playing like one of the best quarterbacks out there. He's been top three, top five all year, in my opinion. Um, you know, Devontae Adams has been out, outstanding all year. He's been a touchdown threat. Uh, he's probably easily going to rack over almost 1,300, 1,400 yards this year. And then Aaron Jones is also having another great year. You know, last year he was a touchdown magnet, almost had like 20 touchdowns last year. Um, not as much touchdowns this year, but he's picking up yards on the ground uh, through receiving and rushing. Um, and they got one of the best offensive line in the league. Aaron Rodgers gets a lot of time in that pocket, which makes him even more lethal. You know, uh, nothing better than Aaron Rodgers with even more time in the pocket. Yeah, and Robert Tanyan, someone who I don't think is highlighted enough on this offense. Obviously, true, Packers true. fans like him a lot, but he's had quite the good year. 32 receptions, 391 yards, and six touchdowns for him. This Packers offense is dangerous. I'm a little bit worried if the Bears can't get anything going offensively. I think this one could turn into a beatdown, but hopefully the Bears can find something to do this week with Mitchell Trubisky returning. I don't have too much hope. I'm sure Part doesn't either. But, uh, yeah, you know, this offense will take you over, crush you, and dominate you. Simple as that if you give them the time of day. So, Taking a look at Green Bay's defense, it's been a little bit different tale of the tape. They've allowed 25.8 points per game to opposing teams. The Bears have only averaged 19.1 points per game, but they've allowed quite the amount of yards. Green Bay, that is 359.6 per game, 245.9 to opposing quarterbacks, and 113.7 on average on the ground. Taking a look at their defense, it's a lot of familiar names, but they haven't been essentially performing up to par to what the Green Bay Packers normally do. I wouldn't say they normally have the best defense, but they normally have a pretty solid defense. You know, obviously, you look at their defense, Kenny Clark, Preston Smith, Christian Kirksey, someone who I love, came from the University of Iowa. Uh, Kamal Martin's been playing great for them at inside linebacker. Also, we all know about Zadarius Smith. There's been conversations back and forth throughout the years about him and Khalil Mack comparing their production. And then they have a solid secondary. It hasn't been performing as great this year, but definitely some great names. Jair Alexander, Adrian Amos, the former Bear, Darnell Savage, and Kevin King, two players you have to respect as well. So, Parth, we've seen a little bit of a slip-up from the Green Bay Packers defense so far this season. They allowed a Colts offense that's, I would say, struggled pretty mightily. I mean, you and I both live in Indiana during our time at college, and I think the one thing that's the problem with the Colts is they haven't been able to get the offense going, but we saw Jonathan Taylor have a great game last week, uh, and they allowed 34 points. Also, Jake Luton two weeks ago scored 24 points on them, 34 uh, or excuse me, uh, 20 points against them. My bad. And then they let the Minnesota Vikings a couple of weeks ago when they were when they were slow. Dalvin Cook went off against them. They scored 28 points in a win. So on the other hand, what do you think about this Packers defense? 
I think their run defense has been struggling recently. I mean, Jonathan Taylor had, I think, 90 yards rushing against them uh, a couple weeks back. Uh, Dalvin Cook had a marquee game against them. Ronald Ronald Jones also went off for 113 yards against them. So one thing we've seen is that teams can run the ball on this Green Bay defense. Um, That doesn't mean the Bears will be able to run the ball. We know how bad our offensive line can be at times. So. But I have zero have, hope. Yeah, I have zero hope too on offense. So I'm just going to say that their defense <laughs> is probably still going to match up really well against our offense. Um, they have some studs on that defense. I mean, at the end of the day, they got some big name players. You know, Zadarius Smith, Preston Smith, Christian Kirksey, um, Jerry Alexander, and then Adrian Amos. Uh, you know, very familiar face in that. So, I mean, they got studs on that defense. They haven't been playing well or consistent all year. But again, it's a rivalry game. They're going to show up to play and uh, play their hearts out. That's my only hope for the Bears is that it's a rivalry game and nothing else really matters because it's against the Green Bay Packers. Say what you want about the Bears, but they've been able to hold it decently close to the Green Bay Packers uh, ever since 2018. So it should be interesting heading into this one. I hope the Bears can get the rushing game going, but we've seen the Bears make Bad defenses look good in the last couple of weeks. The Minnesota Vikings secondary, the Tennessee Titans as a unit. Uh, also, the Rams looked really good against us. I think the only team that we played decently well against and kind of exposed is maybe the New Orleans Saints just a couple of weeks ago. So we're going to head into our three key matchups. Uh, part of the show, you know, it's a little bit tough for us to do this because there's only two co-hosts and we haven't really done uh, this episode this week. So let's just hop right into it. I I think it can be pretty short. I think my key matchup for this game is going to be getting the ground game going for the Chicago Bears. We've seen the Green Bay Packers struggle against the run. As Park just said, they've been allowing 113.7 rushing yards per game to other running backs. So if David Montgomery can get back in the game. He was cleared from concussion protocol. He's got to get something going. You know, I'm not too sure how the offensive line is going to pan out. We know Charles Leno Jr. is also questionable for the Bears, so it could get ugly once again. I, I don't really have hope that the Bears are going to get any sort of rushing game going, but once again, uh, a good running game is, is a quarterback's best friend. Mitchell Trubisky is returning for the first time since week three. He's been out for nine weeks, so you want to get a run game going, and that includes Trubisky. Uh, you know, Bill Lazor now is the one calling the plays in Chicago. I think at this point it's a latch, it's a last-ditch effort for Trubisky. I've said it in earlier episodes. I don't see Trubisky getting re-signed by the Bears right before he was benched. It was noted by Ian Rappaport of NFL Network that the Bears were ready to move on from him this offseason. So for Trubisky, you're playing to get signed next season, or you're maybe even playing possibly to get re-signed as a backup for the Chicago Bears. I doubt it happens because Nick Foles has a binding contract where he can stay here and has a player option. So for Trubisky, he's out there showing other teams what he's got, and I think Bill Lazor needs to cater to his strengths if you want to win this one. It doesn't only help him, Trubisky, hopefully sign another deal next offseason, but it also helps the Bears win this one. You've got to get the RPOs going get Mitch in play action, get him outside of the pocket, get him running, uh, and also try and get the run game going. So I think that's going to be my key factor of the game. Get the run game going and let Mitch use his wheels. Uh, I, I think I think it's as simple as that. I mean, defensively, uh, you got a bank that they can stop Aaron Rodgers, but if the Bears want any chance to win this game, in my opinion, I think they have to get some sort of run game going. It's been brutal watching the run game since the first quarter of the season, so I think that's absolutely something that needs to have an emphasis put on it in this game. So, Parth, I'm going to pass it back around to you. You can agree with me if you want. You can go with something different. But what do you think is a key positional matchup in this game that the Bears have to take advantage of if they want to somehow beat the Green Bay Packers on the road? 
I think we got to stop Devontae Adams, um, especially Adams on that wide receiver core. I mean, Devontae Adams has a touchdown, has had a touchdown for the last five games, uh, almost over 100 yards each game um, this year. He's been playing really well. Um, he's he's probably the top three, top two wide receiver in the league. Um, it depends on how you want to rate them, but I think he's one of the best route runners in the league. And uh, Kyle Fuller's got a tough task. He's, Kyle Fuller's been playing well all year, but. You know, Devontae Adams is always not fun to play against, especially with Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers has also been playing really well, so it makes it even harder. Yeah, and I trust the Bears' defense to some extent, but at the end of the day, it's Aaron Rodgers. But it's been a great year for Devontae Adams. 68 catches, 847 yards. He's averaged 12.5 yards per catch. Also has a long catch of 49 and 10 touchdowns on the season. Uh, I do hope that Kyle Fuller will be able to stop him. One of the bright spots on this team on defense has been Kyle Fuller. Uh, probably outside of him, it's probably only been maybe Roquan Smith and Jalen Johnson and Khalil Mack also has been keeping up uh, a pretty good level of play, even though it doesn't always show up on the stat sheet. So uh, Kyle Fuller is going to have a tough task ahead of him, but I really hope that he can do it this week uh, and be able to get it done. So we don't have a fan mail Friday segment. We didn't ask for questions this week. We took that day off because uh, we would have had to record the episode on Thanksgiving. So we're going to head right into our week 12 predictions, a little bit shorter of a pregame show than we normally give you guys. You know, normally we have Jalen here. He's out of town with family for the entire weekend. Uh, and Zach couldn't fill in. Uh, well, he maybe could have filled in, but we didn't think of the idea. We had to record it last minute. So we're going to hop into our predictions now. Parth, I know you have it being a close game, so I'm going to pass it to you first. What is your week 12 prediction? Who wins this game and why? I'm going to say 24-20, Green Bay wins. Um, the Bears games versus Green Bay have always been close, especially the last two years. I wouldn't say always, but the last two years they've been close. We've played them close, and I think the Bears will be able to stay close with them just because of our defense um, all year long. you know These games could have been blowouts, but uh, having a top-five defense keeps you in every game. So just because we have a top-five defense, I feel like we'll be in this game. Hopefully Trubisky will be able to pull it out, but you know his first game back after almost – six, seven weeks of not playing. I think he's going to be a little rusty. The offense has already been really bad this year, so I don't expect it to get much better. Um, so, yeah, 24-20. All right. Uh, you know, as much as I don't want the Bears to lose five in a row as well as you, Parth, uh, I got to pick them to lose in this one as well. I got to be completely honest with you. I don't think they pull this one out. Uh, I think I'm going to go 28-17 to 17 in favor of the Green Bay Packers. If the Bears somehow win this one, you guys can come back and roast me all day. Uh, you know what? I think the Bears' defense is bend, don't break. I think if you can hold the Green Bay Packers under 30, that, that that's not that bad. Uh, and possibly holding them under 25 is, is even better. I could go with something like a 24-13, but I do think the Bears lose in this one. I think they lose their fifth straight. They move, lose, move to 5-6, and six, and I said it against Minnesota. I said if they lose this game, I think the season's over, but I really think the season's over, and possibly the Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace era as well if the Bears move to 5-6 and six here and lose five straight. We've heard that the McCaskies are fed up with the organization. I think it's going to be a tough one facing our biggest foe uh, ever since he's entered the league in Aaron Rodgers. So I think it's going to be a tough one for the Bears. I don't know how tight they essentially keep it. I'm not too confident that the offense will be able to get anything done, but I think giving the Bears 17 points is generous when they're averaging 19.1 per game. So I'm going to go 28 to 17 in favor of the Green Bay Packers. So as somber of a note, that is to end on. Thank you guys so much for listening in to our Week 12 pregame show. If you want more content from us, head over to our website, beardown.com. We're trying to post columns, articles, and blogs as much as possible. We took a couple of days off on there as well just to give the guys a couple of days off for Thanksgiving, but we're going to get some more Week 12 coverage up to you before game time, before kickoff tomorrow night at 7.20 p.m. Central. So if you have some extra time, 
be sure to head over there to our website and check it out. Also, if you'd like to find us on social media, we're at Bear Down on Instagram and Twitter. We're giving away a Khalil Mack jersey right now on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. There's only going to be one winner. It's going to be picked randomly from one of the three platforms. But if you already entered on YouTube and you want to find more ways to enter, head over to at Bear Down on Instagram and Twitter and find other ways to enter. It only increases your chances of winning, and it's a free giveaway to enter. We want to give back to you guys as much as possible. Finally, before we close this one off, I would like to say you can find the links to Parth and I's Instagrams and Twitters down in the description. Uh, I know eyes isn't a word, but I'm a little bit tired. It's it's late at night, and uh, I haven't gotten much sleep recently working working on school uh, throughout the Thanksgiving break. But be sure to go check us out on social media. We're very active on both Twitter and Instagram, and those are great ways to interact with us as well. Parsha, we've got about 28 hours until kickoff. Uh, this could spell the end of the Bears' this season, or this could be a moment where we say, hey, maybe this team is still in it somehow. So any last words before we close this one out? Yeah, just like you said, uh, hopefully we can pull this one off. Uh, it would be nice to win on Sunday Night Football. We haven't had much to cheer for for the last month, you know, four straight losses. It's not fun to record after losing, so hopefully we can pick it up. You know, um, it would be nice to record after a W, especially against the Green Bay Packers. I'd love to talk my smack. Yeah, uh, and I think you could probably see a shift in this channel. I mean, obviously we'll keep doing our 2020 seasonal coverage, but you'll probably see a shift in this channel if the Bears lose this game. I mean, just the last week we made a video talking about Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy's future in Chicago. We also already kicked off our 2021 draft coverage talking about Kyle Trask, Zach Wilson, and the whole quarterback class. And I think if the Bears lose in this one, uh, that's going to become more of the tone on this channel moving forward. And I don't want that to be the case. I want to keep recording videos about the season and hopefully heading towards the playoffs. I'll feel a lot better if they can somehow pull it out. I just don't see it happening personally, but I'm still going to root for the Bears regardless, no matter what. So hopefully they can head in tomorrow and shock the world because it seems like no one is picking them whatsoever, rightfully so. So it's been a pleasure to be your host once again. My name is Chris Malpe. Bears fans, as we enter the Christmas season and it gets colder out and everything gets worse, do us a favor, stay safe, and bear down. We'll see you guys in the Week 12 postgame show, probably coming out early Monday morning, but you can also watch it on Monday morning when you wake up, so be sure to look out for that, and we will see you there. Peace.